over the course of your life and and i know once again i know we we joke about how old i am but like at the same time we're all still very young but how over the course of our life we'll, we'll say like young years high school years college years or young adult you know to now the people that you surround yourself with how has that affected your your success and it could be in any walk of life family yeah. life personal life professional sports whatever and you could take any stage of your life but how is both positive and negative if you want to have a share a negative experience where you like man i really put myself in a group of people that really fucked me and i was not successful i actually took two steps back i have i have examples of that but brad i want to i want to see what you kind of have to say about that like what is what is it about the people around you that makes you successful or not successful well i think you got to start by so i mean Maybe not everybody, but, you know, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if I want to say majority, but let's just say me, okay. You know, I had a decent amount of friends, right? Like a bigger group of friends, but the older you get, you realize that they're like not really your friends. They're just there for like the good times or the party or whatever, right? So your friends kind of whittle down the older you go, whether it starts up big or small, like, they get whittled down sooner or later. So then you're at a point where you say, okay, well, what do I want to do? I've been lost for a while. What do I want to do? And you kind of head in whatever directions, kind of mosey your way through life, try to figure things out. And then, you know, I think if you don't come to this point, you're going to stay there forever. But you got to come to a point where, you look at your friends or people around you and just say, okay, well, are they going to stay stagnant forever or are they going to move forward? Do I want to move forward? Do I want to do something with my life? And if the answer is yes, then you have, and your friends want to stay, then you have to let them go. Hard answer. I've had to cut people out of my life plenty of times or maybe not all the way, but Maybe I just hang out with them or talk to them every once in a while, you know, whatever the case is. So, you know, there's going to be that point in your life. And I, I feel like the people you surround yourself with, like if, if you want to go up and the people around you don't, it's going to be hard because they're going to pull you back down. And I think that's a huge point in life. And that's something I've realized. And that's, one reason I, I push so hard and I push people around me because I want everyone to be them best, their best selves like all the time, you know? And so like if people aren't pushing around you, maybe they don't have the same goal or maybe, you know, they need to push. So when you, if you can eliminate one of those options, then it's the latter if it's not the one. Right. So, yeah, and, and I think that's a great point. And, and it kind of leads me to a question to say, like, if you don't have an example, like, no worries. I can I can pinball to Timbo or P, but, like, can you give an example? And you don't have to name names or even a time of life, but, like, where you were at a point where you've, you kind of felt like, I've been at points where I felt like, if I don't, like, kind of change my environment, my scenery, people I'm around, I'm not going to keep going forward. Like, they have a different motive than me. Like I was trying to get to this next stage of my athletic career. But if I stay with these guys, I'm not going to be able to be focused on my athletic career. Cause like I had an instance in college where they always want to party. I just want to do this. And like, granted it was fun as hell, but if I kept doing that, I wasn't going to be as in shape as I needed to be. I couldn't be as punctual in class and like practice and this, that, and the other. Was there a stage in your life or an example where you could say, because I'm thinking about the the listeners, right? And there there could be people that are at the stage now where they're stuck, right? They're stuck because, and they could be in any lay any, any age of life. They could be, you know, in in high school, college, early professional career, or our age or older, and they're not sure how to get to the next level, and they want to get there. Maybe it's the people around them. So, can you give an example where? you overcame a group of people or a situation where it wasn't beneficial to you and you were not beneficial to them in the right scenario 
that allows you to move forward. All right, I got this. I'm cutting in. <laughs> All, right. All right. So, prime example, even today, I when my wife got home from work, I was busy doing a whole bunch of stuff, and she's been sick the past few days, and I've just kind of taken over every responsibility. And I had a moment where she came, and I had everything kind of already done on the to-do list. And she was pretty happy about it. And I said to her, I was like, could you imagine me doing this five years ago? And she's like, no, not at all. She's like, to be honest, I couldn't imagine you doing this one year ago. And that to me was just like a eye opener of like, a, yeah, I don't think I could see myself doing this one year ago. And when I think about what changed in, the, in that time frame, because I was you know, kind of pointing it back to five years ago because we've been married for six going on seven years now. My first year of marriage, like, it was just great. I was, you know, gung-ho, being the best husband I can be. And then afterwards, in that gap, I saw, I can now see where priorities were different. And then up until, you know, like she said, a year ago, that's kind of where my priorities shifted. And that was kind of to your point, kind of cutting people out of my life and seeing who's beneficial, where do, where's my happiness, not what, not who am I making happy or this, this image of myself that I have kind of, you know, led my whole life to be the fun guy, the party guy, the let's go do this. That has to go away because at the end of the day, you go home, you're with your wife and your kids. What makes you happy? And then I've, I've finally grabbed onto what that is, and I made that a priority. And that's why my list of friends has dwindled. Not necessarily saying that some of those friends that were on that list are bad people. They just don't impact my life in the way that I need or yeah. care to, you know, to acknowledge. Yeah, is, is, is it safe to say, P, that it's okay to have people in your life that, like, they're, they, they are good people. They have good agendas. They care about their family. They care about their, their livelihood and all that. But, like, it's okay to say that just because we don't move forward doesn't mean there's any ill will about that relationship. Like, I'm going to be full disclosure here. My... I got married when I was 25. My best man, I barely talk to anymore. Still a great guy. Works hard. Fights for his family. Is super successful. Does well for his kids. We just kind of paths kind of like, yeah. And, and there was nothing like, and, and this is probably actually a bad example because it's not like he was dragging me down or, or like holding me back from being successful. But to your point, like, Every stage of your life, you realize that there are the really, really integral, important people in your life that matter. Like one of one of my best friends I've known since first grade, and I just went on a trip with him two weeks ago, Memorial Day weekend, and he was he was an usher in my wedding. But like today I was like, Oh my God, I regret not having him being like my best man. Like he's like fucking awesome. But at that point in our life, we were, we were still super close, but it just wasn't the right time. So I think as you grow and you learn about yourself, about what means the most to you and your family, you realize what fits with that. And I'm still going to see my best man at my wedding. Like, probably for the next handful of decades. Like mm -hmm. it, it could be a couple days or a couple times a year. Whereas this other buddy I see every month, every couple weeks, but it, it, it shows that in order for you to be successful, it's not always that you're cutting out bad people. It's just cutting out what works for you and what makes you like realize where you find your most successful characteristics and like features and, Things like that. It's so, up to you to define that, though, because it's it's not always easy. And sometimes it just kind of comes organic. Like, as you're cutting them off, it's you find that something that you were like, oh, 
I don't know how I'm going to live my life without having this person as my friend, you know, hitting them up all the time. And then as you separate, it's just like, a, oh, okay, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Right. That, that attention that you're given to that, now you can focus on what you, in your gut, you know that you feel like this is what, this is where I should be. This is, this is the focus that I want to be focusing on, but I have been kind of distracting myself with this other minutiae of, you know, oh, I can't go and hang out with you this week, blah, blah, blah. Like, just the, the little bullshit that becomes outside noise that once it's out, you look back and you're like, I can't believe I let that affect me. I mm-hmm. can't believe that I thought about this. I can't believe that I made this a big deal when right now this is where I'm happy and this is this is where I'm, you know, paying all my attention to. Not necessarily all your attention, but this is where you want to pay your attention to. Yeah. And you're you're happy with it. And then if they ever hit you up, you know, it's not weird. It's just like a oh, okay. Like maybe if I have time because you've prioritized what actually makes you happy and rather than prioritizing where you thought you needed to pay your attention to. Yeah, and 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 I guess that that kind of goes to I got a question for you, P or Timbo, uh, or or B or Timbo. Um, just just curious, like in your guys' experience, because I think like P hit it really well on the head that you know you you kind of focus on what helps fuel your fire, right? You kind of help you realize what's kind of like holding you back, like doesn't have quite the same agenda as you. The, the same motivation or like what's going to get them to the finish line. And it's not to say they're bad people. Like P said, it's not to say they're bad people. It's just like, Hey, I want to get to here, wherever that is. You're going to go like a little left, like 45 degrees to the left. Like it's not that it's a bad path. We just have different agendas and that's okay. It's okay to have different agendas and it's okay to like understand what your relationship is. But, but B and, and Timbo, my question for you guys is with when it comes to trying to surround yourself with the best way to be successful with the people around you, what successes or failures have you had at any point in your life? Like, you know, Brad, you're you're about to start a family, right? And you're pointing to all these pointings are very cross-eyed, but um when it, you're about to start a family, Timbo has a family, but like you, we've all been through different stages of life. So I think that's Timbo. And I want to hear from Timbo first because podcast, if you're not aware, we're live together and we're all thinking we're pointing to the same person on the screen. But goddamn, this is fucking stressful because I don't know who's pointing to. Timbo just pointed <laughs> off my fucking screen. He's pointing to my fucking, like my my where my my bedroom is. Yeah, so you didn't go um, to bed. Yeah. And if you think so, he sounds like Seth Rogen, put it in the comments. Yeah, if you think his laugh is Seth Seth Rogen slightly tamed because Seth Rogen's pretty aggressive, then <laughs> yeah, pop tamed. that bad boy. Um. So Timbo, I'm gonna go with you because I don't know what the yeah. fuck we were pointing at. Um. I don't even know if you know what I asked because I was so confused yeah, no, with the pointing. I got but it, I got go it. ahead. Go ahead. Do yeah, your I thing. Mean, I can kind of start out with a failure and work my way up to where I became successful or a success. Um, you know, in my early 20s, I surrounded myself. I, I, I was with all my friends. You know, we were all young and stupid and you know, doing nothing with our lives, doing drugs, drinking, just... I mean, me, I got fired from two jobs just because I couldn't shake the party lifestyle and, you know, calling out sick all the time because I'm too hungover, or still too drunk to go into work. Yeah, that's right. Party hard. Um, but, you know, I wasn't Bingo. the first one to get out of that, to, to get out of my uh, friend group and kind of get on to having a normal adult life. And, uh, you know, once I started seeing those guys do that and I realized I'm fucked up, man, I can't I can't keep living this lifestyle. I can't keep bouncing from job to job, trying to find rentals and you know, sleeping on people's couches. 
I gotta do something. I just started to look at the people that I deemed successful or, you know, motivated me to live a better lifestyle and started surrounding myself with them and kind of cutting out those, that old crew that wasn't quite ready to, or unfortunately some of them still live that lifestyle and they Mm -hmm. aren't doing shit with their lives. So it's a, I'm I'm glad I cut them out. I, I miss them. They were good people, but I definitely, if I was around them and surrounding myself with them, then they'd still be trying to drag me down. And fuck, I mean, I might even fall back into that same shit. But the uh, yeah, the biggest part was definitely surrounding myself with those more successful people in my mind, or people who seem to have their shit together and kind of mimic what they were doing, or just find motivation from how they're living their life and change my lifestyle. It's funny you say that, Timo, because some of my biggest motivation is just some random peeps. Like, uh, peeking at test of this. So we we'll go to like uh, a, I don't know it's like a town, like a couple hours away. We'll go for uh, some work, and there's this old dude who is always sweeping the floors. And you know, some people might look like, ah, oh, look at this fucking dweeb. Look at this, whatever. I look at him and I'm like, that's my motivation that I will not be sweeping floors when I'm fucking 60 and hating my life because he's always comes around like, like he's mad that he's at work and then he's like, ah, I wish it was Friday. And I'm like, wow, fuck man. You had fucking so many years to, to change that Monday. man. Like, you know, and I'm like, for me that, that, is motivation for me. That's what I look at it as. I'm not like, hey, look at this fucking clown, blah, 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 or, oh, I feel sorry for this dude. I'm like, no, no, that's my motivation that I won't be that guy. You know, and and not everyone thinks that way, but I love thinking that way because I love looking at things for motivation. Yeah, that's good motivation, honestly. I mean, not everyone may look at it the same way and think that's a a great way to think of somebody and you know, another human being, but I do the same thing. I, yeah, man. I, I, you know, it's a pretty bad homeless community <laughs> in where I live, and there's yeah. one area that yeah. they they kind of centralize to, and I drive by them every single day and just think, man, under the bridge. don't ever get there, man. But don't exactly though, that's motivation though. I don't think there's any shame in that. At least I don't take any shame but, in that because you know. You got you got to look at them for what it is, like whatever it means to you. Like some people will be like, "Oh, I feel sorry," or some people will be like, "Ah, you fucking clown," which yeah, whatever. But that's a positive and negative, or whatever. I don't know, or a a sad negative and a negative. Might as well look at them as like, "Hey, it's motivation to me." That's positive. So yeah, I can I look at it as like what I was talking about with the homeless people in my area. I look at it as they gave up. Mm-hmm. Don't give up, man. Just don't ever give up because that's where you're gonna end up. That's what I'm saying. When I look at the guy and I'm like, man, you gave up on your life. That's why you're still sweeping floors when you're fucking sixty, man. You gave up. I will not give up. I will never be there because I won't let myself be there. And that's motivation. I love it. So, so here's one thing I'll say to that, and we can go down a spiral for seven more hours. But I oh, know I'll counter it. if. That person, it it goes back. Guys, I'm not going to say it, but you know what I want to say. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, guys. That guy might have came from the inability to get even the slightest job. And he got that job. And it sounds like he's cranky and he's whatever. So maybe it's a fucking mute point. But that person might be proud as fuck that they are sweeping floors. And they're making whatever they're making. To pay whatever they're paying to whatever. And, and I'm going to give you an example. So I, I'm i in my house. I've lived in my house for seven years now. And and I, I lived not too far away for three years prior. So pretty much the same area for, you know, 10-ish years. And there's right across the street from my house, my subdivision is a uh, uh, ballpark, like, Bunch of softball fields, baseball fields, whatever, like college or a minor league stadium, whatever. And this is the field I play every Tuesday night on. And there's this guy who 
you don't throw your beer cans in the trash cans. You literally, you empty them, you break them, like you stomp them, and you put them in a pile. Because what he does is he goes through every single field, every single night. He collects cans, and I've seen him at McDonald's near me. He rides a bicycle, and he collects cans. I'm sure he's got to be doing something else, but he that's that's what he does. I don't know his backstory. I've never talked to him. I've tried to talk to him. doesn't want to talk to me. Probably rightfully so. Nobody wants to talk to me like at that state, but whatever. Um, but that guy is doing what he needs to do to get through to the next day. I'm not going to say he couldn't be doing more. I think he probably is clean cut enough and established enough. He probably could be doing something more. I don't know. But my point being is that could be his success story. And I don't want yeah. the listeners to think that you have to be the CEO of, you know, a massive corporation. You could be, I started my professional career in customer service at a really well-known brand and I worked my way up and well, that's what man, paved that's... my career. Thank you. <clears throat> um, <laughs> Guys, and that's what paved my career to where I'm at today. So yeah, I guess but, the yeah, point to being, your point, you're, to your point, Bug, though, is like, yeah, that's his success story, but that's not comparing to anyone else, right? What we were saying in the beginning. But it, but it could be like he could have came from his parents could have left him on a street corner and he like I don't know. Like I'm I, here's the thing is I never know everybody's backstory. If I see someone sweeping floors, yeah, they could have been doing better. They could have fucked that life up for themselves. They could have gotten to drugs and alcohol and 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 been in and out of rehab and like um, prison or whatever. They could have fucked their life up twenty different ways. Hold up, yeah. I want I want to clarify this. It wasn't it wasn't the fact that he was sweeping floors that we're sympathetic <laughs> about because me and me and Brad went through this same experience at the same time. Is it, it was his attitude? And that's it. that's what I said. That's what I said at the beginning. Yeah, it sounds like he had an attitude. It's his, yeah, and he then, had a bad attitude, and he was didn't want to be so, work, but. To me, to me, though, nothing wrong with sweeping floors. I mean, no, no, and so, so I'll, I'll end this, and I'll, I'll pass it to you, Brad, or whoever. Okay, yeah. My whole thing, my whole thing is, I don't care if you're doing the most basic job in the entire world, whatever that is, or you're leading a multi-million-dollar or billion-dollar corporation. You could or could not be successful at that point. You could be leading the CEO. You could be the CEO of a multi-billion-dollar corporation and still not feel successful because of whatever factors in your life. You could also yes. be leading a ten or fifteen-dollar an hour job and feel higher than life. It all comes down to a lot of subjective factors and what you deem success, but also who you build yourself around in order to make you feel that 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 feeling of I'm going in the right direction. You might not be there yet today. You might not be there tomorrow. But when you get there, you will feel it. But it but but it doesn't matter that it happens today or tomorrow. It matters that you're on that process to get there. And also understand that there are steps to success. Graduating high school may not be a big deal for you. But for the next person over, they might be the first person graduating high school and that's a massive success yeah so if you look at it in the ways that you're not going to compare yourself to other people compare yourself to you and your goals and your drive and your motivation build a community around yourself to help you get to those goals and those end lines and and you're going to be okay but understand like we talked about with brad there are going to be failures along the way and i say failure sorry downfalls or setbacks where you get injured Hurdle. in a in, hurdles. Yeah. Thank you. Like you're not going to, it's not going to be a fucking, you can do all those things and it's, you're going to still fall short, but because the people around you are going to help build you back up, you're going to have the motivation and the drive and the, and, and, and the will to get to that next step and get back to where you were. Like Brad did with his football story. He was on the top of the top as a sophomore playing on varsity. He got hurt. He went to JV. He sat for a few weeks. Then he built himself back up and he ended up playing college football. Like it's it's a success is a fucking messed up thing because you can view it so many ways. 
your success and your happiness kind of tie together. So don't set yourself up for failure because then you're going to set yourself up for depression. Yes, that that's that's a big key one too. And I also want to clarify a little bit, Buck, that that's why I when I look at this guy, I don't look at him like, you know, I don't know. I that's but why I went like my you, whole you thinking like downfall, or whatever. Like, hey, this guy's no. Worse. I went through the whole thing. I went through the whole thing. I tried to go that's through the whole thing. That's that hurdle. Yeah, I went right. through the whole thing. I was just saying, like, I don't look down upon him. I just use him as motivation. Like, I don't care. That's not what I want to do. That's not my success story. I'm yeah, exactly. I am past so, that in my yeah. where I'm at. To me, that would be going down, right? So where whether he was below that and he went up awesome right but that's not where i'm at in my life that's why it's a me versus me in my life and so where i'm up here i'm like no no no. i'm not gonna go down there i'm not gonna go down that path i'm not gonna fail and if i do fail which everybody fails by the way i right, scratch that i'm going to fail but i'm not gonna fail and not get back up i'm not gonna let myself go down into a hole where i'm at that point I'm going to get back up every time I fail and I'm going to get where I want to go and I want to succeed and I want to do certain things in my life. So I'm going to bust ass and I'm not going to let anything get me down or beat me up enough. Like P you were saying earlier. Yeah. Life hits hard, but I fucking hit hard too. I hit back every fucking time. And I know that about myself. And even when I get down and even when I'm, beat down and i'm like fuck man like jesus christ this sucks and you know you're sad or whatever i always that's one thing i love about myself i always just come out of it and hit back fucking hard and you know go where i want to go and and it gives me that much more motivation i almost it's almost like coming out of the water you know you get knocked down into the water and it's almost like pushing off the bottom of the pool and jumping out of it you know it almost gives you that momentum at least for me like it it gives me tons of drive even like i'm like fuck i got knocked down okay this sucks okay Jumba wumba. boom yeah oh yeah i, I, I get back I, up again I was just waiting for somebody to say that <laughs> I, <laughs> I, think, yeah, I, got I mean it. it's a thing I, think, I mean you know i think like because i think like oh, i i don't want to come off as i misconstrued your words so i want to like let all the listeners know that yeah, Brad and P talking about the guy sweeping floors. Like it wasn't a negative. The thing is, that person may have came from something far less, but that to them is a success. You could be coming from maybe your Elon Musk's Musk's kid, and your you may feel like. Becoming a this is a rabbit hole. By business, business, business development <laughs> manager is like a failure. But like you're not a failure. It doesn't matter what like where you come from. It cares about like where your goals are, where you're coming from. It does have a factor in it, but it's like where you're trying to go, what you're trying to do, and what you're trying to succeed for yourself. Who you build around you, and how you overcome the individual and 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 overall factors that like maybe set you back. It it, it allows you to get a drive within yourself to take on whatever hurdles you may, like P P said, and any obstacles that may come your way, you overcome those and you may not always meet your goals. I think that's very important to say is like, you may not always meet your goals, but whatever sets you back allows you to motivate yourself to like find another way to get to that goal or something bigger. And one of the big things like Brad has Brad has watched me go from what I was talking about earlier where I made great money and felt on top of the world full circle bug to where I am now. He he's witnessed every step that I went through. And there's one thing that I know that sure. Brad will say about my personality and my presentation of to everything around me and how, how I just view life is that, you know, I'm positive P positive. I'm positive P he's always, he's always called me that. He's always said that about myself, about me because that's just how I am. I've been beaten down in the dumps and he's like, it's not you, man. You're positive P. And that's exactly how I'm like, 
you know what? You're right. I'm I'm going through a slump, but doesn't mean that this defines me. But it's never to the point where anyone else will even see that I'm going through a slump because I always have that mindset. And that's well, that's because I know you better than them. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Speak for yourself. (laughs) Well, me and Bug know each other pretty well. Yeah. Hello. I don't know how many uh, vacations that uh, you've you've missed in the near future, but me and Pierre are rather frequent on our lake trips together. Hello. We tattling. (laughs) Whistleblower, buddy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you booked that flight in confidence. I mean, P, that being said, I mean, and that's a pretty good point of like, you know, you know yourself, though. You know when you're down. You know when you're at that point. I mean, sometimes it takes somebody pointing that out to pull you out of it. And that's where good company and good surrounding of like group of friends and stuff is like super key, you know, to have around you because they will be like, hey, man, it's not you, man, you know. You're always positive, like, you know, either what's going on, we can chat about it, we can figure it out, or maybe you're just in a funk, maybe you just need to shake it off, whatever, right? But I do have a question for you guys. <clears throat> so, I know, it's kind of, kind of a tougher question, but what do you guys want in life? What do you guys want out of life? Right? So, let me narrow that down a little bit. So, please. Like, I know, like, uh, you have, like, everyone, you know, we all have families. You know, we want to make families proud, happy, kids be, you know, grow up good, do something in life. You know, we want to have a little bit of money, do what we kind of want. But, like, what is your, like, something in life? Do you know what that is? Have you not figured that out? Do you know what that is and you don't know how to achieve that? Or... Like, where are you guys at? I want to be remembered. I want... For what? My... For whatever I can. Whether it's, you know... Or by who? By people that matter to me. My close family is the first ones that come to mind. I want my my son and my daughter to be able to... Let's just say, you know, God forbid. I go here in the near future have I impacted them enough to make a lifelong memory that they'll pass on to their kids and then their kids to their kids? Did I make it enough of an impact other than I paid the bills? You know? Yes. I paid, I paid the bills is what we focus on so much and it consumes us, but where you can imprint yourself onto another human being that they'll tell your story. Because you you touch them in a way that they needed, you know. You, you <laughs> that didn't help your case either. But <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> that was a terrible. Uh, my bad. But <laughs> I mean, just little things like if you if you think about you know think about lessons that your parents, grandparents, or somebody that has impacted your life and a memory that you have in passing conversation something comes up and oh yeah this this is what i remember this person for i mean you that you you meant something to them yeah and now just imagine that they're gonna take that like my sense of humor i got it from my dad and i didn't realize it as much until later on and now me and my dad can just you know have terrible sense of humor together and now that he's moving away like i notice it more and i notice it with my son because he calls me out and he'll say his terrible his terrible jokes but he calls me out on my terrible jokes it's like he just stops like dad joke i'm like (laughs) fucking right dad joke that was a good joke though write it down (laughs) like put that in your little your little pamphlet because that's a good joke but I mean, if if I were to go tomorrow, I know my kids would always know me for that. You know, having a good sense of humor and being and funny and and positive, right. and 
that's that's good enough for me because I just didn't disappear. What about what about you I guys, like that. Timbo Bug? You guys Timbo. same page? You guys kind of on the same level as that? Where you guys at? A little bit of the same page, yeah. I do want to leave a lasting memory uh, for loved ones or people that matter. Um, but I also want to. I want to make sure that I live a a good life and not not look back on it when I'm on my deathbed. Like, damn, what did I do with my life? Did I do anything? But like, I just want to I want to say that I lived and not just skated by and kind of, you know, I don't, I don't want to be a lazy person my entire life. Um, I don't want to be remembered for that. I don't want to be remembered as somebody that just kind of sat there and I was there, but I want to, I want people to remember me for being happy, being, uh, being a good part of their life, uh, motivation or educational. If I can help even a random person that just remembers me for something that I taught them, even if it's something small, like an easier way to do this, or my kids remember that I helped them tie their shoes. So, yeah, I just, uh, I don't want to look back on my life when I'm old and wish that I did more. Kobe. Nice. That's uh, Kobe. Yeah. Kobe always says that. Oh, okay. I thought he might die young. No. Brett, Brett, I'd like. Uh, <laughs> Brad, before I give my answer, I'd like to hear yours. It, only because you're. We're all. We're, we all love our family. We all want to make our family happy. We want to, and you, you have a growing family. You know, one, one on the way. But I know that probably impacts you differently, but I want to hear your answer before I give mine. Not that it's going to impact it. By the way, it will not impact it. I have said things, but I just want to hear what you have to say because I'm pretty interested. So, I mean, for me, like, um, you know, of course, family's there, you know, uh, wife, kid on the way, uh, close family, you know, close friends, stuff like that. Um, You know, I feel like I impact people around me quite a bit, but to be honest, I want to impact you know a generation or a world you know the whole world whatever like i don't know there's just something like inside of me that's always like and you can you can do more you know and with i don't know that's one of the reasons i really want to start a podcast you should reach more people like i you know, I love everyone around me and I love people, you know, family members and stuff like that. But I, I, you know, I love helping like the younger generation, like whether that's a football team or a state or, you know, West coast or East coast, whatever. Like I just want to impact so many people, as many people as I can. And if that takes more hard work or whatever, like I'm willing to do it. I just, I, really feel like that's something I need to do and I need to reach a lot of people and get them on the same page or get them out of situations or get them a certain mindset or whatever. Like, I mean, you know, nothing against you guys or anything like that. Like, you know, and props to you, like that's, you know, a lot of people don't even want to leave an impact on their family. A lot of people just don't give a fuck. They're too selfish. Right. Um, but just, just for me, like I, I don't know, I want to impact as many people as I can, you know, and, and family. And, and I know that I will leave impact no matter what I do with my family. I already think that's going to happen no matter what I do. Um, so I guess my goal is just to impact everyone worldwide and leave my mark and leave everything that I can because I can't take anything with me. I can't take any knowledge. I can't take any assets. Can't do anything. I want to leave all my knowledge that I fucking can and just leave it for everyone. I don't know if that's going to impact your answer, Bug, but. Well, he already said it. Was. Uh, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. I actually texted you and said that 
you stole some of my thunder, but you 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 made some good points here. So <laughs> what what I was gonna say was like, and 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 I'm not, I, I, you know, I want to get off this like this like reference because I don't want it to become like my go to with my dad, right? So my dad passed away, right? Oh, so we all know that. <clears throat> no, that'll 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 happen before I am <laughs> I'm done tonight. But I don't want that to be my staple. Like I I still grieve over that. I'm still kind of figuring some shit out with that. But um, I understand what my dad left me, and I have some regrets with what my dad left me because my dad was amazing. He by far sacrificed his life for my family, our family, and I want to do that too. But like Timbo said, and P said, and Brad said, like what we've all said is I still want my family to know who I was. And I did know who my dad was. But one of the things I regret is my dad was so protective of our feelings that he didn't allow his feelings to come out. And I want my family to know it's okay to have feelings, right? To, 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 Let's be honest. I'm not very intimidating. I'm not super tall, super big, super like threatening. So I'm approachable. And I think my kids know that now at six and four. Yeah, my wife but, thinks you're really small, by the way, just by listening to you. My, my <clears throat> wife thinks you have a great voice, but well, well, keep going. Well, tell her to stop FaceTime me. But anyway, um, <laughs> when, when it comes to the good answer, good answer. You're not very big. You're not very intimidating. So watch it. I like the same on a two by two screen. All right. Give me a, give me a break. Bugs not that small, um, by the way. I'm five ten, about three hundred and sixty pounds. So yeah, it is in what your it is. Dreams, buddy. <laughs> in my dreams, I would never want to be that big at five ten. Anyway, the point being is I'm fucking all rattled now, but my, my, my dad was not a threatening guy, but yet I viewed him as that like, and I wish I would have dug more into like what he had to offer. Cause he was a knowledgeable as fuck dude. Yeah, Kevin Hart's and not my whole, intimidating at all. That's true. And so, so I'm going to take this a little bit of a turn. So yes, I want my family, my kids, my wife, to remember who I was as I was. If I died tomorrow, I want them to have good things to say. And to be honest, I don't think I'm there yet. I think I, think I have some work to do. I mean, yeah, you can always do more, but I think if you, if any of us went today, like our families would love us. Like, you know, I, Oh, they would, they would love me, but, but I do have some work to do. And I know that, but my other part of it is always. everyone does. And where I'm, where I'm taking a turn is I'm not going to, expect to impact the world i would love to and i hope that happens i hope this podcast impacts people but my my goal my goal is anybody i talk to anybody that sees me anybody that like has an experience with me they walk away with a smile right it could have been i was at the gas station and i was getting a soda and they were getting a and like i left and i was like you know have a good day and that was it. That, that could have been their only interaction. And they could have been the shittiest day in their entire life. But I literally, this is what consumes me, is I think about all these moments of all these times that you have with all these people that you know nothing about and you may never see ever again. And if I walk in, there's there's a guy, for example, at one of the gas stations by my house. He's, he's I don't want to judge him, but he, one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. But I think he's maybe on the spectrum or has like something mentally going on. Will literally light my day up on the darkest of days. And I want to make him happy because he seems like he's the happiest motherfucker in the entire world. But I want to do what he does to all the people around him. All he's doing is like, here, here's your candy. Here's your gas. Here's your soda. Here's your chips. But he makes me smile every fucking time I go in there. And if I could do that to the people around me and they think about, man, I had the shittiest day today, but when I, when I ran into that guy with the fucking backwards hat and whatever, like, you know, five foot 10, like bulging muscles, like he fucking made me happy. 
It's like, it's again. Oh. <laughs> did I say that? Sorry. But that that's my goal. That's my goal. When I leave this earth, whatever it is, I know my family, my friends, like my real friends and everything, they will know the general gist about me. But I want every day to have an experience with someone where I bump into them or I I I get a taco from them at Taco Bell. And I make them smile. Like I want someone to leave each day having a little bit better day than they had before they met me. Yeah. Well, let me let me let me just precipit, press, precipice, precipice, interject, interject. I don't. Know. I don't know. You guys got it right. You know. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Santiago. <clears throat> let me just let me just, uh, let me just pose it, pose it this way, right? So. Is kind of how my mind works, a little inside the mind of your boy be nasty. So good luck, good luck. Keep her tuned. So think Full of circle. think of like one person that uh, has impacted you, not a family member. Whether that's uh, you know it could be The Rock, Kevin Hart, it could be you know a neighbor, it could be a coach. Could be, you too, you huh? know, could be whoever, right? I know yeah, I'm not letting you guys phase me. So it could be whoever. So picture how much of an impact or a lesson that they made on you. And I know all of you guys are thinking of probably one person who made a difference in your life and taught you a lesson and made like a big impact in your life and probably shaped a little bit who you are. Now imagine doing that for other people and then imagine doing that for millions of people just by sharing it and hearing your voice and and sharing your story or sharing you know a struggle that you've been through or sharing like a downtime a relatable subject or relatable topic or you know, something that they're going through and they're like, man, me too. And you helped them through that, not even knowing that, but just imagine that. And then just hone that in and use that as so much motivation. And that will push you to go in and listen to like, okay, well, you know, we got, let's get on TikTok and like make a video and or YouTube or whatever. How how can I reach as many people as I can to help as many people I can and make an impact on their lives? How can I do that? And then okay, maybe it's YouTube, or maybe it's TikTok, or maybe it's whatever social media, or maybe it's a billboard in your town. Just imagine that, and it'll give you so much drive and so much like push. And I try to hone that in all the time, and it. I'm telling you guys, it gives me so much motivation all the time. And and I know, you know, certain people around me ask, like, hey, man, how do you have so much drive and how do you always keep going? <laughs> Blame me, guys. I get tired, too. I'm human. You know, I'm not in the best shape. You know, I drink and, you know, how do I do it? That's how I do it. I... I think of how I can impact people and help them as best I can. And maybe that sounds corny or maybe it sounds cool or whatever you think about it. But like, that's like the true answers. Like it's not about me. I mean, it is with my stories and my mindset or my thought process. But to me, it's like, I love coaching football because I love helping those little motherfuckers out. And I love seeing them grow and I love seeing them learn something and accomplish or get over an obstacle or score a touchdown or whatever. And like, I'm like, Hey, I helped you through that. Um, you know, it's like a proud moment almost like I, it's one of my favorite things that I, I I do believe like your, your greater goal, I think it's going to stay with you, but I've told you this a million times. I feel like, that perspective is going to shift a little when you have when little ones here. Him, it, I, that, I know it will, and it'll shift towards him, but I don't think it's going to take away from 
everyone or a greater goal. And I, and I know that because I know I will want to set an example to him. And that is a way to set an example and teach him like, Hey, it's, it's bigger than you, man. Like it's not, you know, hold up, hold up. And I, and I know, man, I know we've, we've been down this little rabbit hole and I I know know things will change and I know we'll put him first. I already know that. Right. I already know that, but, at the end of the day, he's not, he's not the only focus though. He goes to sleep. He's not my 100% focus. Like I'm not going to, I mean, I have a dad too, and he, he goes and help coaches football. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not his number one focus. I know that for a fact. You're also what age and you've went through that same thing throughout your childhood. I'm just saying, Give your individual attention to number one. Number one. That's me. <laughs> number one is going to be your son pretty soon. It, it might be, but it has to be me. And then it has to be him. And then I'm not saying that, you know, it's it's not going to shift towards him. It will. But I'm just saying, like, it will. But I, I, listen, guys, I know me. I've been with me for 32 goddamn years. Like, I don't have a kid yet. I understand that, right? And I know things will shift. And I know different people come into your lives and, and they make impacts, right? But, like, for me, I know, like, I'm going to do my best effort and everything I can to make sure that that kid is prepared for the world he's going to grow up in and to succeed. I'm going to try to give him all the tools everything I can, but I also can't coddle him. And I also can't do everything for him. Uh, he's got to learn the hard way. He's got to learn different things, but also I, I, I'm telling you guys, I already know this about me. Like that hunger and everything in me is not going to go away and it's not going to go all to the kid. I'm not going to just help him. I, you know, if he's on a team, I'm going to help the whole team. I'm not going to be like, Hey, this just you big dog. Like I, you know, I just, I just do what I do. And I, I just know deep down, it's not going to change. Like it's going to change, but it's not going to change my view on like wanting to impact the world. I already know that. Like it's just something like deep down. I'm going to counter that. I'm going to counter it with, uh, I mean, this is, we're going down a rabbit hole that's completely off topic. So if we, if he comes to you and encounters you with everything that you're saying and that you think, and you've, you've had this mindset of premeditating how you're going to raise stuff or raise your kid and how you have it set. And he counters you with like, no, that's not at all what I want to do. Then what? Like everything that you've, you've planned and that your mindset is on and he tells you hell no if you do that you're a piece of shit and i don't want to do that what What do you do what do you do to adjust with that do you stick because of your your philosophies on how you want to parent him and what helped you well i i i I don't think well, I mean, that's going down a different path on well, how I'm going to impact like the world. I mean, that's just a personal relationship with like me to him, right? So it's not me impacting. It's not going to change my love for coaching kids football or wanting to impact people's can, lives, right? Can I, I l- let me let me play devil's advocate here? So. I can, I always, I always find a way to see Brad and P both of your sides. So I am truly playing devil's advocate. And I love this. I actually love this part about this podcast because I love, I love playing this guy, this role. So when I look at B Brad's point of view, and I take this down the road of relationships and if you want to get full on, let's go back to before any of us met our wives, current wives, right? If you want to fully give yourself to that person, you have to love yourself. Yes. You have to be happier with yourself. Sure. You have to have goals for yourself. Yep. So that you can continue to move forward 
even without that person, right? So then when you're happy with yourself and you love yourself, you can give yourself to that person, right? Yeah, you can't rely and on then your they, spouse they, for and happiness, they, yes. And they, and they get they get the full you. They get the full you. You're, you. You accept yourself and you give yourself to them. The same thing goes with kids. If I'm trying to cheat myself, I'm cheating my kids. If I'm not giving my full self to my kids, they don't know where they're growing up. They don't know what they're learning. They might be learning the wrong things. So to me, it's another extension. It's not quite the same. Don't get me wrong. It's not quite the same. But when when you then try to give your full self to your kids, that's when they're the greatest them. Because they're getting the right you and the right upbringing. I say right, but you could be flawed still yourself. So Whatever take that for a grain of salt. But, but yeah. when you feel like you're the best you and you give that to your wife, or spouse, whoever that is, and your kids and the people around you. That's the best you that you're giving to those around you. So you have to focus on yourself first because if you're not the best you, you can't be the best you for other people. True. So that's where, Brad, I I see where you're coming from, where, yeah, I got to focus on myself because I'm not focused on myself. I'm not giving my best self to my wife, my kids, my friends, my family, whatever. And But P, I, I totally get where you have to make sacrifices. You still have to make sacrifices because you may want to go drink with the boys on Tuesday night, but you can't because you got to go go to go to a dance recital on Tuesday night. You, you might want to go to this football game on Saturday or, or Sunday, college or pro, whatever. But your 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 kid is playing in a baseball game or uh, uh, whatever. Like you want to be your best self, but you can only be your best self with others when you accept who you are and know who you are. But you also still have to make sacrifices. So I think that's where like the middle ground comes between your two's like kind of perspective is it's okay to be selfish, but it's also okay to understand when you need to sacrifice. The be- the best you at the like let's say five years ago, I was trying to instill the best me on my kids and just sticking with that lesson. Like I would look at myself five years ago and be like, that is not the best you. What the hell are you doing? Knock it off. Don't, don't mold this into your kids. And why are you sticking this? Because you felt like that's the best you don't make that them like listen to them and let them kind of figure it out and let them, you know, kind of grow you because kids, kids have the natural ability to just let you know how they feel and they'll give it to you raw and they'll tell you exactly how they feel. And that's with no outside influence, anything. They'll tell you exactly how they feel. And it's up to you to apply your sensibilities and your upbringing everything that you've collected throughout your whole life to apply what they just told you to how you feel. And that's, that's filtered. That's through what you've gone through. What they're telling you is unfiltered. It is just natural. And I think you need to learn from that rather than being like, Nope, this is what it is. Here's what it is. And that's one thing I've learned because early on, that's my, that was my approach. And I mean, I have, I have great kids and I have very respectful, respectful kids. And a lot of it did come from the early lessons, but at the same time, a lot of the later lessons I've learned from them. Like I have changed the way I am because of them. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think I have to have it all figured out. Sometimes it takes a, a kid to open your eyes. Sometimes it takes them to mindlessly say something that can allow you to learn. Give you a simple approach to things, right? Yeah, like, I mean, a very natural approach. Like, unfiltered and just, hey, this. This is how I feel. And there's no, like, hidden agenda behind it. Or no something that influenced the way that you think to cause you to think that like that's just raw perspective and raw perspective from a kid is just like 
fuck. Like, that's how you think. Maybe I should think that way. And I'm going to think that way too. I mean, don't get me wrong. Kids are also maniacal. They'll, they'll pick up on tendencies, but a lot of the tendencies are tendencies and habits and stuff that they see. So where are they seeing them around? Around the house, you, your wife, like they'll pick up on little things. I never thought we would use maniacal in a podcast, but I appreciate that vocabulary. So it is fucking that's a that's that's a a mic drop moment, by the way. So (laughs) kudos to you, P. Thanks, man. Uh, I I I dude, that's that's where I think uh it kind of leads us to like any topic, and I don't want to if anybody has anything else to say, like let me know, but like any topic, I think that we are four extremely similar dudes, but four extremely, I mean, I was going to say it, but you know, it is what it is, but um, also four very different dudes. And I think that's what makes this podcast like fucking beautiful and, and, and fun to listen to. And that's why I want anybody listening to comment on topics you want to hear about, because we are very different. We are very similar. We're going to argue. We we don't have all I'm looking at my screen. None of us have any problem arguing with each other, disagreeing. Maybe maybe it's a little weird sometimes, but we all come together and and understand that we're all buddies. The weird thing is we all start off gaming together and none of us other than P&B have met. Okay, so for 50% of us have met and live real life. So that's that's a lot, but at the same time in the grand scheme of things, like <laughs> we we all came together for the most part in gaming. And here we are making a podcast where we're hoping to make a difference, hoping to make things clearer and hopefully not cloudier in your judgment. But yeah. that's where we want comments. But so like also, we're putting TikToks up. Also, like know that we do disagree. But oh, we're not trying to cancel each other or delete each other's contacts or anything extreme. Like we're having conversations. Like if we disagree, we can talk about it. That's one of my favorite things about this podcast is we can disagree about things, but also talk about it or work yep. through it or like have different points of views and not be like, get on Twitter and be like, Oh, fucking Timbo's a fucking scumbag because he thinks different than me. Rock you know, Timbo. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe you said and, that. And, there, and the, if I, I will say this to kind of wrap this up, like if you made it this far on the podcast, we appreciate you first of all. Yes, you guys, this this is huge for us. We, we want to make a difference. But if you made it this far and you heard what we all just said, then seriously, drop us a comment on our TikToks. Drop us a comment on our our podcast. Email us on untamed entertainment one at gmail.com. Like we want to know what you guys want to hear, what you want us to debate. And we might not have an expertise, but one of our goals, or at least one of my goals, not to speak for the whole crew. I want to go live one time on Twitch with all four of us, where we're starting with a topic that you guys come up with and you guys are commenting and giving us feedback. Or if we run dry on a topic, you give us another avenue to go with. Like I want to eventually make this a live thing from time to time, not every time, but because we want to be impactful as much as we can with the community. So, yeah, Brad, or, you, awesome. or even or even like if you have something that's really bugging you out there, or you're struggling with in life and we haven't covered it yet, drop that in a email or Twitter or whatever the case, and we will talk about it. We will discuss it. And hopefully one of our four opinions will align or resonate with you and it will help you through your time. Oh, we'll argue. That's for damn sure. And we're okay with that. We're okay with that. Conversation is a lost art where it can be, you know, we can argue and have different opinions and get along. Yeah. Yeah, we'll always we'll, we'll always be brothers here. Cancel culture is the worst, by the way. Fuck yourself. Yeah, cancel people. I I hate to carry this crew, but, you know, <laughs> but it is what it is. So. They needed to hear it. 
Oh shit. No, but no, for for real. We're we're we all have like we're still young, and I say this, like I know we make fun of how old I am, but I, I think Timbo's older. I'm not gonna That's lie. Right, I know. I'm, there I'm we go. Inside here, like, yeah. yeah, but, but we're all about good the same age. now, dude. We're all we're all <laughs> about right. the same age, and we play that older role. I want everybody to know we're still learning too. Like we've been through a lot, but we're still learning. So that doesn't mean we can't learn from you guys. So the more you comment, the more you reach out to us, the better that this podcast is going to be. So. We love y'all. And uh, if nobody else has anything else to say, I say we cheers it up boys. for what Get you've it. got. Get and we say, until next time, Untamed Entertainment, boys. Here we go.